0: Welcome to the Subconscious Coaching Podcast, a podcast where I talk about whatever I want because it's my podcast and not yours. Oh, here I am today, drinking <laughs> champagne with my <laughs> client, Katie Arrington. Hello. Hello, hello. hello, who just said, ah, the taste of success. <laughs>
1: Yes, I'm relishing in it. <laughs> and soaked in it.
0: <laughs> and and soaked in it because we literally just popped champagne. Katie, it was your first time, yeah?
1: Mm-hmm. My very first. How was it? I'm no longer a virgin. It was spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little scary. <laughs> Actually, really scary.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, Katie had never popped champagne before. And so, while we were doing it, literally, she was like screaming the entire time. She was like, I'm scared. I was like, <laughs> fine. and then literally, it exploded everywhere.
1: Everywhere. It got all over me. And it was <laughs> spectacular. Yeah, it was great. <laughs>
0: yeah, this is getting very sexual very quickly.
1: <laughs> yep. On brand.
0: (laughs) On brand. On brand. I love it. Okay. Well, for those of you who haven't already listened to my other podcast with Katie Errington, I highly suggest that you go and listen to it before you listen to this one. Because a lot of what we cover in there is some of the energetic pre-work, drum roll, that Katie did to this podcast fabulous success that we are celebrating today. We've popped champagne. We're sipping on some bubbly. It's 1030 in the morning. That's how we do (laughs) things over here. And Katie, why don't you go ahead and tell the story of your week this past week?
1: Yeah. um, So apparently I created $160,000 in 15 minutes. So... Wait,
0: hold on. Hold on. What the actual... Fuck.
1: I know.
0: <laughs> okay. So, for everyone I who's know. listening, who's like, is she doing something illegal? What's going on? Drugs. <laughs> First of all, let's start, right? Okay. $160,000 in 15 minutes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Insane. Yeah. Incredible. Miraculous. Let's yeah. start with your year last year so that people also understand some of the contrast of like where you were then to where you are now. So, between. January and it's like the first week of March last year in your art business. How much money had you made?
1: Um, I don't probably like three thousand dollars, something like that. Oh Two my three thousand dollars. <sighs> so three thousand
0: yeah. four thousand dollars, right? And give us yeah. a, a energetic snapshot of what things were like, where your mindset was at in your business. You know, yeah. what were you working on at that point?
1: Yeah, at the time I was still in this like in this like place of like oh i hope it'll work out you know like it was still very much like i didn't know what this was what what was going to happen here um no, no idea where this was going all i knew was that i was going to not give up mm-hmm. that was like the main thing but yeah just knew you know, no idea
0: no idea and so I'm just so, it's, it's like, this is what's so fun about this work, about doing these super deep subconscious shifts and this quantum energetic upgrades is that like we can have goals, but they're kind mm-hmm. of irrelevant because oftentimes mm-hmm. what happens is so like outside of the realm of what's normal or what's predictable or what you, you know, would conceive of being possible. So I'm curious between now and then, right? You've obviously done a lot of work and then in the past eight mm-hmm. weeks in the 16 Keys of the Subconscious Mind, You've been doing an insane amount of work yeah. on your inner relationships with um, like, some of these subconscious pieces of you as well as emotional work. So yeah, go ahead and tell us the story of how it all happened. And then I want to get into a little bit of the pre-work that you did. But um, yeah. you know, so that the people don't think that you are out here selling drugs, which you know, <laughs> some would argue that your paintings are as addictive as crack. So, you know... Oh.
1: Um, yeah, no. So, um, I mean, one of the first things that, that we talked about in our very first session was me totally not seeing any of what I've done as an artist, as like my creation, I was feeling all this pressure to succeed. I was feeling pressure. I was feeling attached again to the money and just like, having a lot of resistance to my business, actually, to the art business. But the story was really just that Like at one point, I quit in my career, in my art career. And then I came back to it really focusing more on me enjoying it, me having fun, and putting my enjoyment and my experience in my business as number one priority versus like people-pleasing. And so that was the start. And then last year, I was starting to create... Some money, but all of it felt like a fluke. All of it felt like not at all what I was creating. Like it felt all like luck.
0: Mm, Right. And I see that in so many, not just artists, but also coaches, right? We will Mm -hmm. create a client and then we're like, oh, well, it didn't count because like, it's like my cousin's little sister or it doesn't count. because It's like, it's somebody that I've known for a long time or like just this version of the thought. Well, it doesn't count because X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what I am always reminding coaches of is like, if it's money in your bank account, it counts. hmm hmm
1: Yeah. And I think a lot of artists are like that too. They're like, oh, my, my, my friends and family are the ones that are my first clients. And I'm like, that totally counts. A hundred percent. And so one of the things that I got from our first session was you really showing me about like, how our thoughts create our results, but also our thoughts create our circumstances. And so when it was pretty much like, it kind of blew my mind of like, oh, if, it, if, it was, if it's in my circumstance, I literally created that. Um, and so from that, that was like eight weeks ago, right? From that, I was like seeing how, where all of it was created from my thinking, right? Like, and really just starting to like, gain that trust in myself that like I was going to create this money again. Like last year wasn't a fluke, all the money I've created in the past wasn't a fluke and then when when 160k happened, there was just no denying it anymore. Yeah. That like <laughs> I created that, you know? Like there's there's yeah, can't ignore that. That's not a fluke.
0: Totally. Yeah. Well, and I want to say something for people listening because the um the phrase that like we create our circumstances can be very triggering for people. And Mm. so I want to just make sure, first of all, this is a more advanced coaching concept. This Mm -hmm. is not for somebody who's entry-level, who's just learning the model, who's just learning about taking responsibility and victimhood. And so I see people who will take this teaching or this concept and they'll use it to disempower themselves. They'll be like, oh, well, somebody said that they don't like X, Y, and Z, so I must have created that. And that's not the way I want people to use that concept. The the very simple way that I put it and then explain it and I teach how to use this concept because anything in coaching can be a tool or a weapon. And we have to be Mm -hmm. very, very careful that our ego and our consciousness doesn't take the tools that are meant to empower us and use Mm -hmm. them to disempower us. So when I say that we create our circumstances, what I'm actually pointing to is that if you are a, a studier or a student of the model, then you know that our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings create our actions. From our actions, we create our results and your R-line or your result ends up becoming a new circumstance, right? So if you create $160,000, mm-hmm. your new circumstance in your life is $160,000 in the bank account. So yeah. when we start looking at the model through a slightly larger lens, we can start to see that so much of the circumstances in our lives have been created through actually old thoughts that we were thinking and that we've been thinking. If you want to get into like a more esoteric perspective, right, we can look at the idea or the model that like this whole world that we're experiencing outside of us is actually just sort of like a projection of what's going on inside of us. Mm -hmm. And so when we shift something deeply inside, it shifts what we begin to see and experience on the outside. And this is why so many life coaches and so many spiritual teachers are always talking about belief, 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 belief. Belief Mm -hmm. is the most important ingredient because it is that inner belief and that inner shifting into a certain belief that then will sort of manifest itself into the outer world. And Mm -hmm. we can get into a conversation about faith here too, because faith is the ability to have belief without the circumstantial evidence or proof. Yeah. And so when you are able to hold a certain faith without needing any circumstantial proof, you can make those quantum jumps and those quantum leaps, like the yeah. ones that you just made in your business, right? Because yeah. you just mm-hmm. made almost no, literally double what you made the entire last year in your art business. Yeah. You just doubled it in 15, and you made that in 15 minutes. So yeah. tell everybody this story because everyone's like salivating and dying to know right now, like, wait, what? And how did she do it? What's going on? So tell people a little yeah. bit about, about how it happened for you.
1: Yeah. So I made three pieces of artwork and All I did sold they it. You make? They each maybe took me about eight hours. each. Okay.
0: So 24 yeah. hours of work.
1: Yeah. 24 hours of work. And then I offered it out into the world, and there was um, one of them was auctioned, and then the other one was like people can buy it um, per edition uh, for five ninety nine, and so $599. I had over yeah five hundred ninety nine, yeah, yeah. not five ninety nine, yeah five <laughs> <laughs> five hundred ninety nine, and um, over a hundred people bought it like each so that the two other pieces and so in total that created um 163 thousand dollars something like that in in like a 15 minute span like yeah and they only and people only had 15 minutes to buy these artworks mm. so like it was like go,
0: <laughs> go yeah, and they and went. get
1: it <laughs> and they went and it actually crashed the website one of them Wait, what yeah oh, so like tell me that Yeah, it did. And so they actually added a little bit more time for people so that they could like get it in, but it was still like in a 15 minute time frame. Girl, you Um, broke the internet. I know, broke the internet. (laughs)
0: Hashtag break the internet. Oh my God, that's so freaking exciting. I just did some fast math on my iPhone. Mm -hmm. You spent 24 hours creating uh, this artwork. And so Mm -hmm. if we break it down hourly, you got paid $6,666 an hour. Oh
1: my God. That's crazy.
0: If that doesn't break the starving artist myth.
1: Yeah, for sure. And not only that, it's like, it's really like, it's from art that I would do for free. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In the sense that like, it was, it's, I don't know how to explain other than like, it's just so fun. And it's what I love doing so much. It's not for anyone but myself and that I was paid, it's the most I've ever been paid than when I was like working full-time as an artist, you know?
0: It's amazing. Well, and here's the thing I want to put in, right? I did that thing just because it's a fun way to think about it and look at it. But when you're an artist, when you're a coach, when you're any kind of a person who is selling a skill or a trade, it's actually best not to think about your time as hourly because it does Mm -hmm. you such a disservice because you aren't selling an hour of your time. What you're actually selling, and this is why as coaches, as artists and artisans, we can get paid so much money because what you're actually paying for is every single hour that you practiced artwork, mm-hmm. every single you know piece that you made and that you didn't sell, every single uh, every single dollar that you've invested into your own art education and becoming a better artist, that's what yeah. someone's paying for. And so yeah. as a coach, right, we might think like, oh my God, it's so crazy to think about paying somebody $2,000 an hour to like coach with them or $5,000 an hour what you're paying for is not that hour. What you're paying for are the tens of thousands of hours that that person has practiced and perfected their skill set yeah. and really yeah. come to a new level of understanding so mm-hmm. that they can transfer all of that to you in an hour or they can transfer that to you mm-hmm. in, in an art piece or an artwork. And that was one of the things, the first things I had to learn when I was a makeup artist when I started working in high fashion. And like mm-hmm. the day rates just kept going up. And first they were like, you know, It was crazy to go from like getting paid $50 for a makeover to like $300 an hour. And then it was like $600 an hour. And then I started going into the four-figure day rates. And then it was like, it just kept going up. And I was like, oh my God. And I realized like, oh, they're paying not for my time. They're paying for my expertise. And that has taken thousands of hours to build.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. And not just skill for me. I think the other thing is also like, me being fully myself in my art, like that took hours and practice and figuring out to be like, I'm going to be, I'm going to do exactly what I want instead of like do what I think people want in my art mm-hmm. because I want to sell, because I want to be successful. And instead, completely self pleasing
0: in yes. my work. Self pleasure yeah. for the win.
1: Self pleasure, exactly. <laughs>
0: So let me ask you this, right? Because it would, again, be very easy, especially for someone listening to hear, oh my God, like quote unquote, out of nowhere, she just Mm. made a hundred and she just doubled her entire yearly income in one day from her art Mm -hmm. business. But Mm -hmm. one of the things that I have all of my clients do is we actually look at how you're creating when these quantum shifts happen in our container. We look and we dive into how you created them so that you can recreate them. You know the energetic recipe, so yeah. you've been doing some of that work. We haven't talked about it yet, but let's get into it and look at some of what you, you've discovered as you've been studying the success.
1: Yeah, yeah. So one of the things you asked me was like, wh- like what did you do in order to create this safety to mm-hmm. receive, receive this much money? Because when I created that 160 k of course I was surprised and excited and all that kind of stuff, but really I wasn't that surprised at the same time right like there was like a feeling of like i kind of knew or like this isn't that big this isn't that crazy um and i was thinking about all the work that i've done like one of them is what i talked about with in our first session where like the more that i accepted that like none of this was a fluke i created this like like just that energetic like acceptance from from me right and what i created it's like i opened up more space for that, because I almost didn't make these artworks, right? I think oh in, our, in my first session, I talked to you about that. Yeah, I almost didn't touch it. I almost changed my mind because I was just feeling all this pressure for it to like succeed. Because I wasn't trusting that my thoughts already created the results. Like it wasn't more action. It wasn't a fluke. All that kind of stuff. Um, and so when I like worked on that trust and that. Letting that sink in more, then I was able to, like, I guess, solve all the reasons why I was like resistant to making the artwork. And I like made it work. I made the artwork. And so, yeah, so when I think about like that safety, that's why I wasn't that surprised. It's because I already felt safe because I already felt like, of course, I created this, Mm -hmm. right? Like, Mm -hmm. I already had the thoughts to create this. and I was also kind of willing, like, if this didn't work out, it was totally fine. Cause I already, I already trust myself. I was going to create it anyway, this money again from somewhere.
0: Totally. Yeah. Well, and I think it's such an important and interesting point that you talk about creating safety and specifically how receiving what you had already. But on mm-hmm. a deeper energetic level, like actually owning, not like, oh, it's mm-hmm. just so weird that like I made $80,000 in my art business. How weird. I'll never be able to do that again because you came. Yeah. I remember you came on our first call and you're like, I don't think I can do this again. Like, yeah, I yeah. A mistake. I think it was a fluke. Owning, once you own that magic, yeah, then you own that magic, right? It's yeah. like, yeah, a lot of people talk about how like magic can only exist when you begin to believe in it. Because Mm -hmm. our thoughts create our reality, right? If our thoughts create Mm -hmm. our results, our results become our circumstances, then our thoughts create our reality. So Mm -hmm. opening yourself up to that ownership of your magic and your artist and like really owning that it was you that created it allowed Mm -hmm. you to amplify Mm -hmm. your business, your brand, your messaging in a way that actually allowed you to receive even more. Because I always talk about how you know spirit does work on a level of consent in our lives and it won't give us miracles if we don't consent to the miracles that it's already given us, right? If we don't take ownership of them, if we don't claim them, if we don't allow them and energetically settle into them in our lives, then it's not going to give you like the big kahuna and bigger kahuna.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So let me ask you this too, because it's so interesting and I hear this a lot. It's like when it happens, it's not surprising, even though it's kind of like miraculous. And it's like, whoa, what? I just doubled my yearly income in like 15 mm-hmm. minutes. Mm-hmm. And yet there's this piece of us that isn't surprised as well. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. The part of me that's, that wasn't surprised. Yeah. 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 Well, I also like when I finished the artwork, I the kind of thoughts that I had was like, I mean, I know people are going to like this. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, I know my audience. I know that they're going to jive with this a lot. And, and at the same time, if they really didn't, totally okay. I loved it so much. I thought it was the coolest thing ever, you know? So like, like it was just like, it's like, I, I noticed this is what I do is like, I balance like belief and when my brain is being human and not believing, I use self-love. So that's what I mean about like creating safety is like, like I was in belief that like, this was awesome. I really loved it. I loved it so much. And I think my, and I really think that my audience loves it too. And then two, when my brain was being human and didn't believe, I was like, it's okay. I loved it anyway. And I love me anyway. Right, so it was like I created like this safety all around, like the launch or the offer, um, and I think that was rewarded. You know? Um,
0: yeah, I'll say, hella rewarded. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, what's so interesting about what you're saying is you use the word "know," so you're like mm. you stepped into your knowing. You went actually. I believe that our knowing doesn't reside in our brain; it resides in a different part of our body, often. I believe that our knowing resides in our heart or our stomach.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. And
0: so yeah. what I'm hearing from you is you kind of stepped out of your brain. You did some brain work and you were like, mm-hmm. you know, created some safety there. But really it was actually energetically existing yeah, in the place where your knowing resides, which is kind of outside of rational thought or fear brain.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it felt like down here, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, and I'm pointing to my chest and my gut, like that knowing. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but like I said, in terms of like, there was a knowing and you know, my, my, my brain will just have like that chatter of like, okay, but what if you're wrong? Right. And then the way I would soothe it would just be like, it's totally fine if I am. And then went back to the knowing, but I think it's going to work, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, totally. And that's often the dialogue that we have to go through and that we have to have, um, in our, in our lives as we're moving through, right? We have these moments where mm-hmm. we fall out of the knowing
1: or we mm-hmm. fall out of
0: the trust or we fall out of the belief. And it's like, it's totally fine that that happens, right? It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, suddenly like our consciousness has shifted back up into the brain. How do we shift it back into mm-hmm. the heart? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. How do we shift ourselves back into our hearts? How do we shift ourselves back into our intuitions, into our spirit? so that we can start operating from that place in life. Because I believe when we operate from the heart and we operate from spirit and the gut and the intuition, what we're doing is we're actually inviting in the divine and dividing, inviting in like spirits to create, Mm -hmm. co-create miracles with us. Whereas the brain Mm -hmm. will always have us believe that we have to do everything ourselves and Mm -hmm. then we have to figure it all out. We have to, you know, like have all of the details and everything figured out when in reality, you know, something I say all the time is like, let God take a shift, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. You go sleep, you go relax, you go chill, let God show up on the scene or the universe or, you know, the flying spaghetti monster or whatever your, your, your flavor of, you know, spirituality is let that show up and do work for eight hours. And then you can come back and keep working and moving along. So I love that. I have another question for you that I am, I'm really curious about because There's a part of us that when we create something big and kind of mind blowing Mm -hmm. and expansive like this, that kind of already knew it was going to happen, right? If we've been tapping Mm -hmm. into our knowing and we've been operating from that place, then like spirits already been whispering like, Mm -hmm. Hey, like this is going to be good. We might not know Mm -hmm. the details of how good, but like we kind of have a good feeling about it.
1: Yeah.
0: um, In the moments when we're not in our brain and like freaking out. Mm -hmm. However, once it happens, it becomes a whole other sort of experience because there's a Mm -hmm. whole other level of receiving that we have to do. And so that's why with my clients, right? Like popping champagne, celebration, dancing, Mm, all of those things are rituals to facilitate the receiving and to kind of crystallize it in our mind and to just sort of have joy at the... at the receiving because a lot of other stuff can come up. So I'm curious, we haven't talked about this, but like, obviously there's like this very excited, very ecstatic, like, oh my God, kind of experience. But yeah, what's on the other side of that too? Because I think a lot of people just imagine it's all rainbows and daisies. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of other stuff that can actually come up that can be slightly unpleasant in the state after you have a huge shift and breakthrough in money consciousness or, or success.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that like, one of the things that's kind of jarring or kind of unpleasant is like the, I think of, of course your brain will want to go to like, can I do this again? Also, like it still wants to go to that fluke place. Right. Um and then it's always just an opportunity for me to like keep going back to like there is no way this was a fluke like like just redoing that work like continually. Um, I think I get there faster. Like i I would say now I'm at like 95 percent of like totally that was all me, and then like it's gonna happen again, whatever. Um, the other thing that maybe it's like unpleasant is okay, this is, this is so weird, but it feels kind of like, it comes and then you're like, okay, it's not that you're disappointed. That's not what I'm trying to say at all, but it's kind of like, either you thought it was going to be harder, right? Or to, what is it? What is it? It's like this, like, Huh? You know, I don't know. I think it's because you build it up so much. Like so many people who build businesses, you build it up so much that it's going to be this crazy thing. You're going to feel like a completely different person, but really you still feel like you, right?
0: It's a little, I know the word. It's a little anticlimactic.
1: Yes, that's it. That's right. It's Mm -hmm. a little anticlimactic for sure. Like, like I just say now, okay, so there's this, there's more numbers in my bank account. And then like, yep. Okay. Like it's almost like the, it's, it's almost like it wasn't different than when I had like not that much in my bank account. Right.
0: Totally. Well, and I went through this, I went through this recently in my business too. So it's still fresh for me. It's like, Everything's changed and yet kind of like nothing's changed.
1: Yeah, totally. Yes.
0: (laughs) Like all of the things and you hear coaches say, I I would always hear coaches talk about this and it would drive me nuts. And I'd be like, shut Mm -hmm. up. When I make $100,000, my whole life is going to be different. Like everything's going to be better. I'm going to love myself. I'm going to, you know, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But I think the flip is, is that in order to create the $100,000 or in your case, the $160,000, you have to do all of the work. Mm. Yeah. Of what you would think having that money would give you in your self concept in order for you to get there. So then yes. you get there and you're like, oh, nothing's changed, but it's because you've been doing all these incremental changes before. And then when you get yes. there, like you've already been there for a while.
1: Yeah. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. Cause like I feel good, right? Like I feel proud. I feel more loving towards myself. I feel like, yeah, I knew this was going to happen. I feel like, my self-concept has raised and all that kind of stuff, right? But I think we, a lot of us think it's going to be this sudden shift when the money hits our bank account versus the like, the increment. Um,
0: oh, totally. Well, so, and it's,
1: yeah.
0: it's incremental before and it's incremental after, right? So yeah, right. The it's money just, in continually... the bank account is just one piece of the whole process. And it's like, it's a kind of a slow yeah. process that happens before and the money's the bank account. And then you keep integrating that after the money, in the bank account. It's not yeah. that like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, climax experience of like, oh my God, I made this money. Okay. We have 90 seconds left. I want to ask you, yeah what, how does this shift your self-concept for the rest yeah. of the year, right? And what's possible yeah. for you for the rest of the year and how you're thinking about your business now that you're oh, like, dear. wait, I know how to create <laughs> $160,000 with 24 yeah. hours of work in 15 minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this has changed so much for me too because like um the more that I <clears throat> the more that I've accepted like that I created this and so I really had to do a lot of work also not just in the last eight weeks but I like went back in the time being like how the fuck did I create this from the start kind of thing too like I realized it really was this this total trust in the universe. It was like like there was I had a zero need for evidence. Like in the last year, last two years as well, where I was just practicing that, like a lack of need of any evidence, and um, really surrendering to my desires, and that the and trusting the universe was gonna was gonna provide pretty much right. That like as as long as I have fun, as long as I followed my desires, the universe was gonna provide. And so now that I like see from the like self acceptance, I created this. Then like now I'm like then everything from now on is just do what, you, what is fun do go with your desires right and the universe will provide like it's going to change everything the way i do business pretty much like it's just trust
0: i love it has that shifted what you might be projecting to create in terms of revenue in your art business this year
1: i mean <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you're talking about a million dollars
0: I mean it's so possible, I it's, right?
1: I think it's possible. Yeah. It's I think so it's possible.
0: possible. And and totally. you know you came into this coaching bank, like, I don't think I can recreate eighty thousand and now yeah. we're at the place in belief and knowing of like, oh, it is very possible just, and it's within reach, right?
1: Yeah, totally. It's within reach. I don't I don't need any evidence, whatever. Like, right? It's just the universe will provide as long totally. as I believe.
0: I love it already. Well, that's all the time we have for Thank today. You. Thank you so much for coming and popping champagne and um, yeah, PR when I was choking earlier. I can't say yeah, I appreciate right. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to find Katie Arrington and follow her and check out her art, where can we find you, Katie?
1: Just Instagram, perfect place to find me, Katie Arrington on Instagram.
0: Awesome. Alrighty. Well, we will see you over on Instagram and everybody have a beautiful day. Step into your knowing and blow your own minds. I'll talk to you all soon.
1: Bye.
0: Bye. The 16 keys of the subconscious mind is a silver horizon where ancient technologies of ritual meet the future potentials of neuroscience. It's a program that's designed by your own subconscious mind. The only force in the universe intelligent enough to unlock itself. If you're a life coach craving to experience the upper threshold of true transformation, The 16 Keys is where dozens of my clients have generated the most profound breakthroughs of their lives. This is not workbooks or arithmetic. This is powerful spiritual transformation. If you're ready to unlock the full potential of your mind, go to at the subconscious brand on Instagram and click the link in my bio. The application for the October round goes out in July. And if you want an invitation, you need to get on this list today. I'll see you there.